Good morning. This is Steve Humble, as you may have figured out. After I sent out a sermon at the end of January with some notes, one of my friends suggested that I try to do audio with the Humble Perspectives. I tested that with some of my grandchildren, and they said, yes, yes. If I can learn how to do it, I will probably try to turn some of these into a podcast that could be available just online. But for now, I'm just going to record and try to send a recording along with the humble perspective for March the 2nd, 2022. And this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent, John 17, 3. Aiming for the highest goal. As the Lenten season approaches, I have no interest in Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday. I do plan to set the time apart in order to seek deeper fellowship and communion with my King and God. I hope to become more conformed to the image of the Son as I reaffirm my commitment to keep offering my body as a living sacrifice in the service of his mission. It is not so much the tradition of Lent that is drawing me into this season. Rather, it is the Holy Spirit who is wooing me to enter more deeply into the remembrance of Jesus' suffering and death and to live more fully in the power of his resurrection. In this very well-known passage, I can almost hear the Apostle Paul's heart cry. If someone thinks he has good reasons to put confidence in human credentials, I have more. I was circumcised on the eighth day from the people of Israel and the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I lived according to the law as a Pharisee. In my zeal for God, I persecuted the church. According to the righteousness stipulated in the law, I was blameless. But these assets I have come to regard as liabilities because of Christ. More than that, I now regard all things as liabilities compared to the far greater value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Indeed, I regard them as dung, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not because I have my own righteousness derived from the law, but because I have the righteousness that comes by way of Christ's faithfulness, a righteousness from God that is in fact based on Christ's faithfulness. My aim is to know him, to experience the power of his resurrection, to share in his sufferings, and to be like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained this, that is, I have not already been perfected, but I strive to lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have attained this. Instead, I am single-minded, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching out for the things that are ahead. With this goal in mind, I strive toward the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 4b through 16 New English Translation. The things that Paul had once considered important assets 
The things that he had previously believed qualified him to be God's servant when he led a group of men to Damascus in an effort to defend Judaism and Judaism's God. Paul realized were only liable abilities when he was confronted by the resurrected Jesus. As he was going along, approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So he said, Who are you, Lord? Paul didn't know who was speaking, but he realized at once that he had met his superior. He had met someone who was his Lord. The answer came, and with it his Lord's first command. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But stand up and enter the city, and you will be told what you must do. Acts 9, 3-6, New English Translation. Over the coming days and years, Paul came to know who Jesus is according to the Scriptures. In other words, the Old Testament. Paul learned, just as the disciples had been instructed on the night of the resurrection in Luke 24, 13 to 49, Paul learned to read those scriptures in the light of the climax of history, Jesus' crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Many years after King Jesus had first confronted Paul and called him into a new relationship and life of service, the great apostle writing from prison because of his service to his king revealed his continuing heart's desire and determination. My aim is to know him, Paul declared. Having already been pondering Paul's words, on Sunday my wife and I were worshiping at Lifegate Church in northern Kentucky where our grandson Gillen is actively involved. On the walls at the front were two posters. On the one to my left was written, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. And on the one to my right, I want to know Christ and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. I was stirred once again to contemplate the passage in Philippians 3, especially verses 10 to 11, even more. As I read the words in bold print on those posters, I became convinced that I will better comprehend and apprehend what Paul desired as I ponder and study those specific words. Before Lent has officially begun, I am already crying out to know Christ more. The Holy Spirit helping me, I will share at least some of my meditations in the coming weeks. If you are so inclined, join me in meditating on knowing Christ in the way Paul aimed to know him.